Hello, and welcome to an abomination against nature, Legends of Philadelphia. We're your host. I'm <laughs> Tony Twilight Zone Trove, and this is my schoolyard chum, Johnny Unsolved Mysteries Zito. <laughs> Joining us on engineering duties is Brian. Believe it or not, Beerman. Uh, that's the, the only real. I want to be in search of. <laughs> <laughs> you you are almost cold cases. You might be wondering, are these guys accredited cryptozoologists? Well, in addition to being Philadelphia natives, Zito and I have a lifestyle brand, South Philly, that focuses on Philly culture and in-jokes and comfort and podcast and pseudoscience. Lots of times, customers will ask us, should I play dead if the Jersey Devil attacks? <laughs> <laughs> or, you, or they want to know if Gritty is an orange Yeti. So we decided to set this podcast as an easy explainer for the new Philadelphians and a refresher for the old heads. The city fascinates and excites us, so we're hoping to share that with you. <laughs> that was that was my best one ever, I think. And it was only 128 episodes. <laughs> Let's just do it one more time, just just in case, just in case. From the th- that was my yeah. All right, now let's record it. Now everybody record it this time. Now we breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking what? news: We're opening the store this weekend. <laughs> Come by, everyone. You're the you're the first to know. <laughs> first to know, listeners. Listeners exclusive. Uh, yeah, we'll be open at 1507 East Pass Young Avenue. October 22nd is our first official day open. Come by, see us. We are going to have a uh, grand reopening shirt available. Uh, you have to see it to believe it, and it'll be limited edition, so you have to come and get it that day. <laughs> That's a good sellsy, though. That's Thanks. A good sell- I'm selling something that I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to show you it, but it's great. Oh, my God. Step this way. You're going <laughs> to... Your, your your muscles will be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> your sex appeal will be higher. <laughs> I have all this snake oil, and I can finally sell it. So is, is Gritty an orange Yeti or an orange Sasquatch? Is there a difference between Sasquatch and Yeti? Is Bigfoot supposed to be like... Like just like a famous Sasquatch, I think so. Yeah, so he's like he's like uh, Harambe of uh, of Sasquatches, but they never caught him. They never caught Bigfoot. I, there's a show on TV. It's like Hunting Bigfoot. It's on like Discovery Channel or something, and it's like season nine of Hunting Bigfoot. <laughs> it's like season nine. What? But like, they didn't catch him. If they didn't yet. catch it, him it at just... the end of the first season, it's like the show's canceled. Like what the fuck are we doing here? What are you doing for nine? No, they seasons? cancel it when they catch him. Because then what do you do? Well, that's, that's when true. it gets interesting because then you interrogate him and he gives his life story. <laughs> it's a mystery. Why are you always running? Well, well, what are you running from, Sasquatch? What do they do every week? It's like, oh, we found this poop. It's deer poop again. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Look, there has to be a reason why people have been looking for years. They can keep a show running for a couple of seasons. It's just cable. It's, it's a, the legend. <laughs> Truly a legend. <laughs> When I when I was a kid, I, uh, I I I thought maybe a yeti was felt more like a snow creature, felt more like an abominable yes. snowman, and a sasquatch felt more like a California Bigfoot. You know, it it it, it felt more West Coast. It was chill, it had chill vibes. It was more chill. <laughs> it, this, you'll know what I mean. Like like 
You know, like you know that map that kind of explains how all the ducks in Disney are related. <laughs> what? You know <laughs> that Scrooge McDuck family tree. That, that, oh, <laughs> you know that like family tree of all the ducks <laughs> in the Disney World, the Disney like universe. It reminds me of that. <laughs> It's like what you're trying to explain of how are these old. Who's the together. top duck? Donald. They all come from. Donald? Well, who's the eldest? Who's the eldest duck? Uh, it goes back a few generations. Scrooge McDuck. It goes back generations. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's a rich history. Cave duck. But it is not a Philadelphia or a Pennsylvania history, so you're gonna have to Google it on your own time. Today we're talking about cryptids. <laughs> uh, cryptid is an animal that has been claimed to exist, but has never been proven to exist. Are they animals? Well, th- I mean, they're they're not human, but they are alive. So they're and humans are animals. So yeah, mm. they're animals. They're some kind of animal. We're all animals. Every state in the union has their very own legendary <laughs> creatures that roam nearby dark forests and murky lakes. Pennsylvania is no exception. The Keystone State is home to our very own Bigfoot, Loch Ness, and Chubacabra. Join us as we journey into the deepest, darkest Pennsylvania and go monster hunting. I don't go westward. I don't know anything that's, that's west of Philadelphia. <laughs> I've only even been to West Philly like a handful of times. <laughs> <laughs> that's where Sasquatch lives, right? <laughs> he lives in a house with eight other Sasquatches. <laughs> <laughs> they have a jam band. <laughs> Actually, I'd go see that. I would. Yeah, uh, that's a show. I would pay ten dollars. Big, big would drop that a pen after his uh, freshman year and just kind of never left. And <laughs> <laughs> then they he got in because you know because of the name of the name. The you name. Know. He's a he's a legacy. <laughs> the name got him in. He's you know? a legend. The legend. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't do uh, I don't do much in, much in the way of uh, Western Pennsylvania either. I don't know what kind of crazy creatures are out there. Uh, I, we did an episode on the Jersey Devil last year. I have more experience with that, and uh, <laughs> I have more, I just have more experience with the Jersey Devil. It's more familiar to me. So the, the 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 monsters we're gonna cover today are um, are new to me. I didn't know these. Um, are these from uh, are one of the sources uh, from the that weird Pennsylvania book? Yes, the 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 very first one we're gonna talk about is uh, what what sent me on this uh, uh, wild goose chase, uh, and and then I found out there were all these other ones. So yeah, weird Pennsylvania and uh, PenLive.com. Uh, or every Halloween, penlive.com puts out some articles on weird Philadelphia creatures or ghost stories. So check those out. So I lent you that book last uh, uh, Halloween, and it's my yes. roommate. So I need that. I need that back. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, this came up. Uh, and also, uh, my Godzilla and Power Rangers. Comics better be spotless when they come back. <laughs> spotless. <laughs> Those are collector items. I am wearing the uh, the cotton gloves you gave me uh, yeah. as I read them. Good. Just so you guys know, um, Darby 
is is west of Philadelphia. It looks like Upper Technically, Darby? that counts. I, t- I don't know. I was I actually Googled it. I was like, what is Lower west? Darby? Oh, oh, it's like Bella Kinwood. Montgomery County. <laughs> Who right? knew? That's what that. Who knew? That's what's Who that knew? Way. Never been. Someday a great explorer will will set sail and find out what's what's west of West Philly, but Springfield, uh, Shelbyville, for greater Ooh, minds than ours, for media. braver men than us, Swarthmore, Swarthmore, Swarth Ridley Park, Lima. Ooh, sounds like an enchanted ew, place. Ew, no, thank you. They have their own podcasts. Lima's Legends of Lima. <laughs> it's actually it's underrated. You should check it out. It's really good. Is it Lima? I don't know. We'll never know. Our first cryptid today is the Albatwitch, a local legend in the area of Columbia, Pennsylvania. Folks at that way speak of a creature called the Albatwitch, a small four foot tall humanoid beast which supposedly lived in heavily wooded areas near Chickies Rock. Uh, along the banks of the Susquehanna River. You guys ever hear of this one? No. 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 <laughs> this sounds scary, though. This is the Pennsylvania Bigfoot, yeah. This is like southwest. This is like... This is like, this is like right over the Patrick Avenue Bridge. You find you find the Alba Twitch. This makes sense. Back, this back by the old clover. Jerry, Jerry's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, got it, got it. This is why this is why I don't go to the Purple Orchid. I don't want to run into an Albatwitch. <laughs> the, cre- <laughs> the creatures that's are why. That's why. That's why. The creatures are named for a strange habit which they possess. Their common name, Albatwitch, is short for apple snitch, because they reportedly have a taste for apples. Oh, that's not scary. Yeah, it sounds like that sounds pretty friendly, actually. Uh, this sounds like like this sounds like it's just like a deer that eats their yeah, apples. Yeah. Or like, records state that the creature often sat in trees, coming down only to find food. So, like, all kinds of animals. I just guess, leave it alone. Animals. It's not bothering nobody. Yeah, it's not eating kids or anything. Just yeah. Leave it alone. Legend speaks of how the Albatwitches would oftentimes steal apples from picnickers. Occasionally throwing apple cores back at the startled people. Oh, never mind. We got to kill this fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) Can't have that. (laughs) So it steals your food and it throws back the garbage. No, I paid for these apples. Do you remember a few years ago? I mean, man, this was like late 2000s. There was this, uh, it was like a hairless mole. And all these kids thought it was like an alien, and the kids killed it. Oh God! Yes. Because yeah. they get scared, they thought it was like an alien. Oh. Yeah, they beat it to death with sticks. And it was like in they, Portugal they, or something. It was in Portugal, and it was like, and they had like a picture. I was like, yeah, I think it's like this is kind of like an alien. Wow. And I can't. You, you, it's it's, it's terrible. You, it's sad. It's it's terrible, but you could see being frightened so so frightened by that (laughs) that it could be an alien washes up on shore sometimes and they're just like what is this like weird deformed animals Mm -hmm. and shit better kill it and eat it (laughs) (laughs) rare meat rare meat 
How how else are you gonna uh, maintain your spot at the top of the food chain if you're if you don't? That's what yeah, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk eat. They eat cryptid meat for dinner. That's how fucking rich they, they are. Cryptids. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even care about cloning and eating dinosaurs anymore. That's passe. Mm. That's twenty years ago. Now yeah. it's it's all about the Alba Twitch steak. Mothman salad. <laughs> <laughs> Locals theorize Alba Twitches were wild creatures nearly driven to extinction in the later years of the 19th century. Chickie's Rock, where the creature supposedly lived, does have a tradition of strange sights and sounds. In the 1950s and 1970s, a man-like figure was seen several times accompanied by the sound of a whip crack heard in the woods throughout the night. <laughs> One can only wonder if these could be connected to the Alba Twitch. Crack my whip. I get it sounds legit. I guess the whip crack noise is like is like it's <laughs> it's it's howl. It's it's the sound. You know it makes like so when it, you know when like something like in the city like you'll hear like a crazy noise and people go on the inter- online of like is that fireworks or a gunshot or they'll be like or everyone tries to get to the bottom else. of it. Everyone heard the same sound. Everyone trying to get to the bottom of it or same smell. Yeah, you know they couldn't do that back then. No, they were just like I saw something. Like it, sure you did, buddy. Blame it on the Alba Twitch. Or maybe it was, yeah, like now we like we're gonna we're gonna figure out that smell. <laughs> we are as a community. So this was in like the fifties. So is and it seventies? Is it yeah. possible it was just like some nerd dressing up like Lone Ranger in the middle of the it, night it and cracking a nerd. Whip? Nerds nerds are are known to cause they chaos. come out at night. Nerds they cause come chaos. Out at night. And they they also eat apples. They eat apples. Nerds love apples. They have their twenty-sided sure. die. I love apples. They green apples. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm a nerd. It could have been you. Are you the Alba Twitch spearman? Yeah, maybe. The tapes between your glasses. Let me see this. Hmm. If I draw glasses on a picture of the Alba Twitch, oh my god, it looks just like Brian Beerman. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Mm-hmm. Did the Lone Ranger have a whip before anyone emails us? No, the but Indiana Ranger? Jones had a whip. Yeah, but that, that I was going to say that at first, but then it it was that didn't come out till the eighties. So that's true. Oh, Zorro, Zorro, had Zorro. A that's who I meant. Don't email us. <laughs> Don't email. Don't email us. No, no, <laughs> email us. Whether these stories are connected or not, several sightings of Bigfoot types have been recorded from this area of Pennsylvania. A vague report concerning the sighting of a hairy humanoid came from Lancaster in 1973. Lancaster is a mere 10 miles from Columbia. Another came from the town of North Anvil, about 20 miles north of Columbia in the same year. In addition, a number of reports have surfaced out of neighboring York County as well. So he's like hitching. He's like, he's like <laughs> thumbing it to all these counties. Uh, we'll work for apples. He read. Uh, he read on the road, and he was like, "I'm really inspired now. I'm gonna go I'm find really myself." To hitchhike. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe all of these hairy humanoids, these ape-like creatures, are the same guy on a big road trip, and uh, yeah. and he's just out there yeah. trying to discover himself. He's just trying Aaron to get Logan to know in York County. <laughs> 
He's just out eating, you know. He's high on shoe fly pie. He's eating yeah. mushrooms and 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 tripping balls and just what do you call it? Uh, he's just tubing on the Susquehanna, eating a lot of dairy, <laughs> for better or worse. <laughs> a lot of fruit and dairy. What a life. Rick Fisher, curator of the Columbia-based National Museum of Mysteries and Research Center, noted, "Quote: The Susquehannocks." also depicted ape-like creatures on their war shields. We're not really sure if they had a belief in some ape-like creature or where they got that imagery from, end quote. So the image of the hairy humanoid kind of goes back to uh, Native American cultures pre-colonial times. Yeah. So maybe they saw it too, is what you're saying. Possibly. It gives some credence to the idea that it's some kind of, you know, giant sloth or something or... Maybe not. It's maybe it's not an X Files exactly, but it is some kind of like leftover creature, a missing link, a missing link, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> I always knew we'd be uh, having a podcast at this point in our lives talking about uh, Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Even before the idea of podcasts. See, my, yeah, like I, th- I just figured it'd be ham radio or something, you know. <laughs> Fisher, who's been involved in paranormal research for many years, said he encountered something that looked similar to the generally accepted description of an albatwitch on Valentine's Day 2002, while on the way to an unrelated ghost hunt. A lot to unpack there. (laughs) (laughs) Unrelated, we saw ghosts also. Valentine's Day 2002, he's going to an unrelated ghost hunt, and he encounters something on the road that looks like... An Alba Twitch. It looks like a Bigfoot. It was the early 2000s. It was different. You know, <laughs> you remember. Remember the thong song? You know, it was just different. <laughs> what happens when he gets to the ghost hunt? Is he like, he's just like stricken. He's just like white. And they're like, you look like you just saw a ghost. And he's like. Listen, listen, turn down the strokes. I got to tell you guys something. <laughs> Fisher said, quote, the stick creature, end quote, with glowing eyes, yellow eyes, was walking down the middle of the road near Chickie's Rock when he spotted it in his headlights. But it vanished when he realized what he had seen. Whoa. So by the time he jumped out of his car and, uh, and to get gone. a better look at it, it had already scurried away. That's what always happens. That's what always happens. Damn it. Since the, uh, the advent of the iPhone and, and having camera phones, uh, a lot of these cryptid urban legend things have kind of gone away. You, you don't hear as many random sightings of them as you used to. Conspiracy theories used to be fun. They used to be alien. We always talk yeah. about this. Now that now they're not. Now they're laws. <laughs> yeah, now they're about emails or, or something. Bring back something monsters. Boring. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's not enough not enough reptilians in our in our conspiracies nowadays. We used to talk about reptilians like every day. It was a big deal in the nineties. It was it was something to be concerned about. You know, we don't talk about subliminal advertising, and we don't talk about reptilians. And I think that that kind of means they won. Yeah, you're right. Subliminal advertising. I mean, what do you think? Looking good to feel good, and feeling good to look good, and 
Shopping at South Celine, he feels good. I mean, it's not subliminal, though. <laughs> no, just do it. Lower my track, Beerman. Lower my track. Or put it in reverse. Yeah. Put it back. Play it backwards. Yeah. Thanks. Do it in post. We play it really fast at the end of every episode. It's in the theme song. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Next up is the Pennsylvania Loch Ness Monster, known as the Raystown Ray. Have you guys heard about this one? No. I've never been to Raystown. No. I've never been to Raystown either. It sounds like a place where you'd play baseball, though, right? It sounds like it sounds like the kind of town that has like maybe two or three minor league teams, and then like even just like an inter intramural team for fun. Just just seems like a baseball town. Send them down to Raystown for some rehab. You think the place they take kindly to long hairs? No, certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's how I. That's how I judge every town in PA. There's some towns in PA where they 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 put you in jail for being left-handed. Still, you, these there's a lot of these old <laughs> rules <laughs> that we just can't get away from. That's why we should vote. Midterms coming up. Make sure you vote. <laughs> that uh, should left-handed people be illegal uh, ballot question is very important this year. <laughs> it's coming. If it isn't on there this year, it's coming. In 2010, a team from the Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Faked visited Raystown Lake, an 8,300-acre man-made lake in Huntington County, to search for a Loch Ness Monster-type creature known as the Raytown Ray. I'm not trying to figure out where this place is. You're Googling Raystown? Oh, it's like... Yeah, it, it, it's like the middle of the state. It's uh, near Altoona. <laughs> I guess when you're landlocked and you have like, like a big... Penn, like Penn State world, you know? Yeah, when you're Ooh, landlocked and you have like a big weird lake, I'm sure that's like a, a, a something eerie. Yeah, do you eat the fish or not? I wouldn't. No, I would. See, that's where those we're fish are so inbred. Just countless generations <laughs> of inbred fish. That makes them juicier. <laughs> <laughs> Too many Jasons. Too many Jasons up there. Why are there all these abandoned camps? Let's go make out in one. And then uh, <laughs> make out point in Raystown. So the sci-fi channels fact or faked splashed around the lake, diving into the murky waters at night. They took sonar readings. They photographed a floating log. They towed a dead carp around the water as bait, but they didn't snag anything but the bottom of the lake. Um, I watched the clip. It's really humiliating. They're like, we got something. We got something. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they do that to themselves? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. That was sweeps week. <laughs> well, it's just an old boot. According to the Huntington County Visitors Bureau, whose biggest tourist draw is the lake, the Raystown Ray was first reported in 1962 behind the old Raystown Dam. So there used to be a dam there. And the dam, built in 1905, was destroyed in 1971 to make way for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers' creation of today's Raystown Lake, with depths as great as 185 feet. Tear down this dam. Then they flooded the valley, yeah. That's uh, pretty crazy to me, but um, there's something, I don't know, I like, I like that. I mean, the Albatwitch story was just like, oh, it's an ancient thing, but the idea that, like, there, w there was a dam explosion, and this creature got into or trapped in this loose. lake, 
Yeah, yeah. There's like an extra element of suspense. The dam or was there to there. protect you from him. Yes. You fucked it up. <laughs> you fools. What have you done? Yeah. You played God, and look what you brought. <laughs> Man was not meant to create lakes. <laughs> now you have to dance with the devil. How? <laughs> <laughs> Organizers of an annual Raystown Ski Club water show almost canceled the show when the creature was spotted lurking near the jump ramps that would be used by the skiers. <laughs> they blew their whistle. They was like, everybody out of the pool. Everybody out of the lake. Yep. Uh, however, by showtime, it seemed that the monster had moved elsewhere in the lake. They were able to proceed. Um, oh, that's could, good. That's uh, good. I think they should have just gone for it. They could have jumped the Ray's Town Ray. Yeah. Imagine the photo opportunity. Yeah. Ray burgers for free for the rest of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> If you had a photo of somebody ski, water skiing over the Raystown Ray, people would come back to your lake every year to try and be the person who did it. You know what I mean? Like, sure. It's a challenge. Well, it's like, then it's like, I'm going to do a backflip over it. How about that? Right, right. And then the Raystown Ray eats somebody, and it gets even more notoriety. Yeah, exactly. And then you got to go next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, missed opportunity. They should have just gone for it. Subsequent sightings of the Raystown Ray have been sparse. Uh, so is it like a manta ray? Does it look like a ray? No, it was just named ray. The shared description seems to be a large serpent-like creature, maybe 50, 60 feet long, with a body that remains submerged and a serpent-like neck topped by a reptilian head that occasionally appears above the water. The sketches online kind of look more like a, like a sea serpent than they do like a plesiosaur. Like, uh, this kind of sounds like Loch Ness Monster, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but this doesn't, but it's not, it doesn't get described in the same way. It doesn't seem to have like some big body with big fins. It's more of like a sea snake. Yeah. More like a sea snake. Yeah. Like that Pokemon that, uh, that's a sea snake. I guess, uh, that's, uh, that's what came to mind. Fair enough. The website RaystownRay.com, where visitors can buy patches, t-shirts, and postcards in commemoration of the creature, has collected a handful of recorded sightings since 2008. The patch is kind of cool. Yeah, the, the patch is neat. Are you looking at it? Yeah. Yeah. This seems like a good uh, marketing thing. We should say uh, there's some weird thing eaten out of our trash cans or something to get people to come to the store. And we, and we don't know what it is. And we'll take some blurry photos of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't know. It only comes out during store hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a tourist photo of the Raystown Ray from 2007 exists, which the fact or fake team pretty much replicated with a floating log and some debris, and it remains the best evidence of the Ray's existence. So this so photo, lot, which lot. is easily it's duplicated with trash, is uh, just just a log. Just a log. It's for, the Raystown Ray is probably just a log. I love I love this kind of uh, shit. This is like it reminds me as a kid every time like on TV shows where they would go on a road trip and they would go to like the weird little 
stops on the way that are just like take that are like freak shows or just like weird things like roadside attraction kind of things it's just like while you're driving it's like oh this thing has a monster we can pee there <laughs> the world's tiniest horse yeah yeah <laughs> and good for them good for them well like i said i mean i feel like this this blowing up of the dam and ma- making the lake it's like it it adds like a weird mystery that yeah. invites speculation so like these kind of things pop up. Weird things come from the forest. Weird things come come from lakes. That's true. And so that's I, why we don't go. That's why it. we don't head out to Ballad Kenwood. Nope. Could be an Ewok. Could be an Ewok. It could be an Ewok. Could be an Ewok. Ewoks could be Albatwitches. We don't know. Get a tick. Oh, thank you. <laughs> 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 yeah, like you know, Princess Leia got Lyme disease from what? Return of the Jedi. I went to Ballad Kenwood, and all I got was a tick. <laughs> Paranormal investigator Eric Altman, host of the Beyond the Edge podcast and radio program, doesn't accept the idea of a massive serpent or dinosaur living in a man-made lake. Perhaps people have spotted an unusually large fish or eel, he speculates. Or Or a Coleman. I mean... Or just a a regular mafia dead body. (laughs) I mean, a giant electric eel is pretty scary. I mean, even a regular electric eel is something I wouldn't fuck with. Lauren Coleman, a longtime cryptozoologist, researcher, and founder of the International Cryptozoology Museum in Portland, Maine, agrees. Quote, any sighting reported from a man-made lake tends to be folklore, end quote. Yeah. (laughs) That kind of kills the gimmick, though, right? Well, I think these cryptos- oh, they, a lot of these cryptozoologists are doing their best to be taken seriously. Trying to sell postcards here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, the, the integrity of the cryptozoologists cannot be compromised the by these, these tourist sure, attractions. Yeah. Real quick, there was a post on Reddit last week about a, someone saw a giant pig in South Philly. Like They saw like a giant pig. <laughs> pig on the street and they said it was like enormous did you guys see this by any chance no, no i didn't it was just like escaped from espositos or something where did this pig come from i, I they don't know they, they they got out of there maybe that's a new cryptid that's what yeah well it may actually be the cryptid we're about to talk about oh shit my new favorite cryptid the squonk have you guys i guess have you, you, the do you know squonk? About the squonk the squonk it's fun that's to like say an old dance no, no. Do the squonk. It, sound, it doesn't sound like a popular dance, but it does sound like something somebody tried to make happen. <laughs> the squonk may sound like a sad sack of a creature, and it absolutely is. According to the American Bestiary, squonks are warty, ragged, pig-looking things that are so ashamed of their appearance, all they do is cry. <laughs> Ugh. Squonk. Poor squonk. I know, it's got some real low self-esteem. So you can see it hanging out in South Philly. <laughs> crying. Just crying. crying. It's sad. The waterworks are actually a complex defense mechanism. Squonks lurk in the forests of Pennsylvania and dissipate into pools of tears should anyone capture them. <laughs> it cries uh, and turns into like a mist and floats away. Wow. This is like a Hot Topic should take advantage of this. They should be selling T-shirts of this thing. Hot Topic should be taking advantage of this. It sounds like a 
It sounds like a Studio Ghibli anime movie thing. It's like a pig that cries and turns into dust. Or, or <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He sold, he sold, he sell uh, stuffed animals. <laughs> Actually, I, squonk t-shirts coming this Halloween. Squonk. Squonk. All right. One anecdotal story of a man, J.P. Wentling, who was able to catch a squonk in a sack only does for any, the miserable creature uh, to melt anybody, away. Does anybody back then never have like a, a modern sounding name, J.P. Wentling? It's all like, it's like the <laughs> oldest fucking, like how does everybody's fucking name sound like that? Old timey people had old timey names. Beerman, that's how it works. I know, but it's... <laughs> Everybody made their names cooler after World War II. They were like, uh, I'm starting a new life. I'm starting over. My name's Rex now. Yeah. We're dropping the ling. We're just Wentworth. So this guy, J.P. Wentling, he captured a squonk. He put it in a sack. He put it over, threw it over his shoulder. And by the time he got it home, it had melted into <laughs> tears. It was just a big sack of water, big leather sack of, of wet. Uh, According to him. So is the squonk dead then? I have no idea. I have no idea if it exists in the water or if the water is what r- remains of its teleportation. <laughs> like, it's like Terminator 2. It, it comes back. <laughs> it comes it, like it's like, oh, my God, they try to shoot it and it goes right through it. It could have turned into the steam and the water is the leftover byproduct, I guess. So the squonkas are everywhere around us. It's in the clouds. It's in the rain. And next time, you, that's why you should carry an umbrella. You're you are you're eighty percent water, you know. Eighty so percent squonk. Squonk, yeah. <laughs> this is definitely the coolest one because you you literally can't capture it because it turns into tears. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it has. I like that it has no purpose. the The Alba Twitch just is like it's a, it's a yeah, it's like a the Alpha Twitch is a prehistoric creature. It's it's stealing food to survive, and the and the the raised town ray is some kind of like primordial thing that's trapped in the lake. It might be a dinosaur, who knows? But like this thing is just like a pig that's so ugly and depressed, and, <laughs> and it has it has no natural enemies. It, it has no natural prey. It just, it just cries its way into vapor. I found that Reddit post. It sounds exactly like this. It's really? got to be this. Can I read it? Yeah, or please should do. I save it? No, right. no, read it. Read it now. Right. G- giant pig in deep South Philly. I was walking around 2900 block of 19th Street earlier this afternoon, and I saw an enormous pig, but not any old pig. This looked like a cross between a pig, a woolly mammoth, and an ugly dog. There was no one else around, and it was on someone's porch eating their flowers. I don't know what was going, the hell was going on. The pig looked old, like over a hundred years old. I had a baby with me, so I didn't want to get too close. But there's an absolutely an enormous pig down by the highway that's that may be several hundred years old. Edit spelling. Does he say anything about tears? I think people were like, is it this pig? And he's like, no, this, the pig I saw was four times bigger and uglier and at least a hundred times older. <laughs> <That's a> t- <laughs> Who's the who who made the post? Let's give them credit. Uh the person's name is uh, Gumshoe Andy. Gumshoe Andy. And, and yeah. Can, if you hear can, this, Gumshoe, let it, us uh Is it a squonk? Was it a squonk? 
Is it Squong? Yeah. Are you familiar with Squong? Did you hear the cure being played near it? <laughs> <laughs> the Squonk does look like a mix. To me, the, it looks like a mix between a pig and a pug. Uh, so I, I feel like his description is pretty accurate. Um, it, it's very wrinkly, so maybe that's where, where he got this the impression. This is why people tune in. This is, this, is, this is breaking news. Yeah. I'm gonna put yeah, the, seriously. I'm going to put, put the thing. Of course. Under. Play the noise now. I I like I upvoted it. <laughs> <laughs> the given species taxonomy of the creature, Lacryma corpus dissolvens, is made up of the Latin tear body and dissolve. These refer to its supposed ability to dissolve when captured. This has to be a Pokemon, dude. You can't catch it. It turns into tears. You gotta stun it or confuse it first, or use an ultra ball. <laughs> <laughs> Although the earliest written accounts of the squonk are from a nineteen ten book, "The Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods," there are no recording. <laughs> you like that title? <laughs> there are no records of the tale being told in Pennsylvania before this book's publication. So it feels like the popularity of this book maybe spread the, uh, the legend of the, the squonk. Mm. The next written iteration from a 1939 reprint of the Fearsome Critters book suggested that the creatures had migrated from the deserts to the swamps to finally settle in Pennsylvania. So uh, tracing the entomology of this urban legend, it comes from out west, settlers out west, and then made its way back uh, to Pennsylvania. As logging camps were continuously moving in the 20th century, this could explain the creature's migration eastward to Pennsylvania. Makes sense. So it was like, yo, I saw a squonk. Y'all know what a squonk is? <laughs> Read this book and find out. That's, that's a good ad. I mean, people are still seeing it. I'm kind of blown away by the fact that Trove just happened upon this this week as well, th this post this week. Squonks are back, baby. They're coming in strong. <laughs> Unlike many mythological creatures, the supposed physical characteristics of the squonk remain unchanged from the original written account in The Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods, which states, quote, The squonk is of a very retiring disposition, generally traveling about at twilight and dusk. Because of its misfitting skin, which is covered in warts and moles, it is always unhappy. Hunters who are good at tracking are able to follow the squonk by its tear-stained trail, for the animal weeps constantly. <laughs> When cornered, that's such escape... a strange thing. <laughs> when cornered, an escape seems impossible, or when surprised and frightened, it may dissolve itself into tears. End quote. Oh man, same maybe. I'm a. I believe it. I believe. I think that's a pretty interesting superpower. You never see that. That that's a good one. That's like if Eeyore was like magic. Yeah, if you were more in touch with your emotions and you could transport, you could teleport because of them, I think uh, you would. You would take that as a superpower. You ever see animals cry? No, it's so sad. That, uh, uh, the only time you see it is in those, uh, those shelter dog commercials where they're trying to get money out of you. For only 69 cents a day, you could support this cryptid. This Albatwitch needs <laughs> needs only three apples to survive. You could be... 
Will you be this <laughs> raised town raised savior? Just take it all. I'm sorry. How could you look this squonk in the eyes and tell him that your coffee is more important? Uh, take more. Take more. Just <laughs> take it all. Later retellings included that the squonks were slowest on moonlit nights as they were trying to avoid seeing its own ugly appearance in any illuminated body of water. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, it doesn't want to catch its own reflection. In addition to warts and moles, the creatures were given webbed toes on their feet as well. Oh, I'm sorry. Only on their left feet, it says. Oh, that's even weirder. I know, right? What is that about? <laughs> oh, that's, what a curse. Ask if the pig had a weird left f claws. <laughs> Trust typing. Did you see any moles? So that's the squonk. Um, like I said, I think that's my favorite. That's the best one, yeah. It sounds like it's moving to South Philly. It sounds like it got a place around Oregon Avenue. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe it's a, uh, you know, just chilling out. Stayed here after college. Like breakfast sandwiches at a yeah, Oregon Express or. <laughs> I'm gonna be on the lookout for these. It doesn't give you anything. If you do manage to catch it, there's nothing like, oh, you get a wish. If you manage to catch well, the squonk I mean, and it doesn't uh, get away. Not every animal is magic. Uh, it, no, you're going to eat it. That's why it's crying. It, it knows that's that's like what people do. Because they taste delicious. When you catch a cryptid, thing. you eat it. it, it you know. I know that I, I, don't, I, want, I don't want to agree with you, but I know that I would. I, I, you know you wouldn't. And so would everybody else. And that's... And, that's just like this like sad reality when it comes to it. It's if you catch a cryptid, you're probably gonna eat it. That's why we're in it. That's why we do what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get that squonk jerky. Oh man. We should I wanna eat that moth man. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna <laughs> Wow, look out, cryptids. Stay out of South Philly. Yeah. Next time you're at the Reading Terminal, everybody, ask for, uh, see what they have in the way of, of, yeah. uh, of dried cryptids. It's, like, it's like when you get a chupacabra, it's all about the bread, you know? <laughs> a good, if you have a good roll, it doesn't... It's the roll is always important. Up. It's about the roll. It's about the roll. Always. Do you guys put mayo on your chupacabra? Of course. No, I do oil. I do oil. This is what I mean, Beerman. We'll, we'll never get along. We'll never agree. Okay, that's pretty much all there is to know about Pennsylvania's legendary creatures. Please check out our website, www.southfellini.com. That's S-O-U-T-H-F-E-L-L-I-N-I.com for cool Philly-inspired merch. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're at South Fellini everywhere. Follow along and join in the conversation. We want to hear from you. Have you ever seen a squonk? Look out for new episodes of the podcast every Monday. Stay safe, wash your hands, get boosted, and don't feed the cryptids. Come to our actual store. 1507, East Pasture Avenue, October 22nd. <laughs>